0: After speaking yesterday at the NFL Scouting Combine and offering, well, what my co-host believes not a whole lot, the Arizona Cardinals have extended Cliff Kingsbury, General Manager Steve Keim, through the 2027 season. Was it the right move for the organization to show long-term stability? We're going to get into this conversation. You will not be let down. I guarantee fireworks on this impromptu live edition of Locked on Cardinals. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, let's go.
1: You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Just thought it was going to be a mild-mannered Wednesday morning. We had our podcast already debut, premiere on YouTube. Check that one out. We gave our thoughts as far as Cliff Kingsbury speaking at the press conference of the NFL scouting combine, Steve Kimes' comments, mostly regarding Kyler Murray. They hadn't talked to uh, Eric Burkhardt. They hadn't talked to Kyler Murray since the statement came out on Monday, and now we probably see the reason why. They were hammering out their own extensions – through the 2027 season. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen. Thanks for chiming in and making us your uh, your your primary, your essential listening when news breaks, because that's that's what we do. When news breaks, we, we pop on the mics, we pop on the cameras, and we're talking about it. And Kingsbury and Kime, their deals run through 2027. After the Arizona Cardinals, they make the playoffs, they win 11 games, but the season, it ended in disaster. So... Alex, when we look at this move, why now? And what does it mean for the organization going forward?
1: May as well just give them the Bill Self contract. However long you want to be here, guys. Um, I think this is terrible. You know, and 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 I'm going to speak completely rationally here. You know, I I, I tweeted out a bunch of things that I truly believe in. Um, I don't say things just for clickbait. Um, what a terrible decision. This is a terrible decision. And there's there's a couple of reasons why it's a terrible decision. Let's take away all of the, you know, Cliff take away the, the draft problems and Cliff Kingsbury not being able to elevate players. Like, let's just take away that, my thought process on that. Five years is a long time. Okay, number one. And I know it's not our money. I know that it doesn't go against the cap. I know all of those things. I'm aware of all of it. And I'm also aware that just because you extend the general manager and the head coach, that doesn't mean that this is going to be a stable organization. Like, I see stability get thrown around a lot. What's stable about Steve Kime? What's stable about Cliff Kingsbury? Their paychecks from Michael Bidwell. That's what's stable. The ecosystem around the Arizona Cardinals organization – not stable. The future of the Cardinals organization, not stable. So I don't care if they're getting a paycheck from the same employer for the next five years. That doesn't mean that this adds stability to the organization. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to disagree for the
0: for the most part with that, as far as when you look at their resumes and it's outlined in the press release about the new extension, if you were creating a court case, you'd have a, a tough time beating and defeating the idea that they don't deserve to at least continue their jobs. A a five-year extension. I, I think a lot of people are just completely, their mind is blown by that. But one thing that is also key here is, is Kyler Murray's agent is the same one that Cliff Kingsbury is represented by. And if you're if you're extending Cliff Kingsbury, you're creating goodwill between the organization and Kyler Murray's agent. And when you look as far as stability, uh, when you when you have prospective free agents, people that are on the outside of this organization and they're looking at it from there, they've got you've got your quarterback soon to be extended. You've got your head coach in place. There's not going to be any. This organization has shown Maybe to a fault, to a fault that it's not going to have knee jerk reaction to small s- sample sizes of a season. No matter if it came at the end of the season and it showed to be disastrous and embarrassing, this organization views progress as progress. Any amount of progress is progress to this organization. They're not they're not looking for a. I mean, as much as they would love for this team to make a miraculous jump, they Perceive perceive that the organization from where it was in 2018 and where it is now, they give a lot of credit to Steve Kyman Chris Kingsbury for getting them to where they are now, and that's coming off a of first playoff appearance in five years and off an 11 win season. Look, I, I I'm not saying this from like an opinion thing. That's just what this organization how they view this. Um, and is it, there I got to imagine you, you say that like the organization or they need to separate Cliff Kingsbury sharing an agent with with uh, Kyler Murray. Th- they're not going to separate that. This was a move to appease Eric Burkhart, the same representation of Kyler Murray. Like they weren't going to have Cliff Kingsbury be a lame duck coach with one year left on his contract. Uh, if if they're, it, it only helps negotiations with Kyler going forward, don't you think?
1: Extending Kyler Murray was never an issue. If they fired Cliff Kingsbury right now, they would still extend Kyler Murray. Like one doesn't have to do with the other. Just because, like, it doesn't. Kyler Murray is going to play football without Kyle, Cliff Kingsbury as his head coach at some point. Whether it, it doesn't be help. Gets, it, it doesn't help
0: Eric Burkhart, the agent. Who, who gives a rip
1: about Eric Burkhart?
0: Because Eric Burkhart is the one that's holding the keys to Kyler Murray's extension. If
1: thinking that extending Cliff Kingsbury by five years is going to be what's the best course of action for the win loss record for the Arizona Cardinals. That's delusional. Okay. Kyler Murray's the prize here. Cliff Kingsbury shouldn't be here.
0: Okay. Okay. But I I do want you to look at just the, the hard facts and what, and I, I understand what you're, you're projecting as far as where, how they finished and, and how, you know, They've improved from each season under Cliff Kingsbury. Like those, those are the, 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 cold, hard facts. Like this organization under Cliff Kingsbury, under Steve Kime from 2018 has improved by at least two wins each season. The offense has taken a step forward in every major statistical category. Like it's why, because of, well, I mean, you can't just say it's all Kyler Murray. You just can't. That's, that's irresponsible but now, it's not you can't to see compare. the four I, I get it
1: no I get it I'm just like the comparison and I, the comparison from 2018 to now if it was the same roster if it was the same quarterback sure let's make that comparison let's give them a 100 million dollar contracts each it wasn't it was Sam Bradford and Mike Glennon and Josh Rosen mm-hmm. with one of the worst offenses in NFL history the 2018 Arizona Cardinals scored more points uh, scored less points per game on average than the 2008 Detroit Lions that went 0-16, okay? Correct. So, when you're giving credit to Cliff Kingsbury for having a completely different roster, I think that's kind of an act of futility. Now, moving forward, them having 11 wins, absolutely, you have to give credit where credit is due in mm-hmm. some capacity, but backing up the Brings truck for getting a, like, fifth-place medal, oh, you know what? They won more games than they lost in the regular season. I can name... 12, 15 teams that had better seasons last year than the Arizona Cardinals, a lot of which had less wins. Because the way the thing ended, we're looking like the whole season, or we're looking like they started two and seven and made the playoffs and won 11 games. 7-0, 10 and 2, didn't clinch the playoffs on their own. That's the world that we live in. And we're now you're looking at the win-loss record like you're looking on Wikipedia to stat check something fact check something not all 11 wins are created equal and listen even if you say you give him an extension you might be able to get me on on board for that two years okay you're giving him half of a decade when neither of them in my opinion regardless of the win-loss record at the end of the season should be employed by the Arizona Cardinals so it this is a cluster f it just it it is in my opinion
0: as far as into your own point is no salary cap. If they cut bait at any point, they're not they're not married to these guys going forward. Despite, you know, sure they we, are. you can't. Well, no, you can fire them anytime you want. You just have to absorb their salary. I mean, it happens in the NFL all the time. It happens in college. And there there's enormous amount of salary that's being absorbed by by universities. I, it, I, it, I don't know. Yeah, is, I know. It's ridiculous. I mean, Steve Kime's not going anywhere like we, we knew that it was going to take moving heaven and earth for Michael Bidwell to move off of Steve Kime. Like the reality is everything that Michael Bidwell knows about team building and, and football is all from Steve Kime. Like, unfortunately, it's just, and, and that's probably the biggest problem w- with Michael Bidwell as far as running this organization is that he's hitched his wagon to Steve Kime. But I, I just want to, like, I want to put things in perspective because I, you, you're so attached to, to how things ended and, and that's part of the equation. It's a big part of the equation. But if you were tasked with doing a job, and you were tasked years ago to take an organization that was at the very bottom of their league, and they said improve the offense, improve in wins, and he's done that, and then you're going to say, we're done with you. I don't care what profession you are, you have a big like the, you have a you have a legit gripe about that. Yeah, like your criticisms of, of Cliff Kingsbury. I feel like are unfair because if you were put in the same boat in your same profession and you were to it like pretty much do what they was asked. And then, then that's not good enough. That sets a bad precedent for, for an organization. Now I'm not saying go and give them a five-year extension, but at least I, I, I mean, that's what's the bo- most puzzling, but I think what it is is. And, and I don't know why the Steve Keim thing came down. Like it's like, these guys are the package deal it's 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 still pretty astounding
1: yeah i mean this is a jerry jones move this is a move this is a steve kind paying overpaying a player move where it's like you know what my choice it worked michael bedwell i'm giving everybody an extension everybody's getting one because i'm the smartest person in the room when the ineptitude does not stop in the gm's office okay the thing is and, and you bring up a good point like yes on paper absolutely what we've seen is Exponential growth from 2018 through 2021. 100% no doubt about it. And on top of that, the same problems that plagued the 2020 season downfall, we saw in week one in Tennessee during the first offensive drive that was set up by a Chandler Jones strip sack. We saw it immediately. People are saying, oh, yeah, look, why are you so negative all the time? They won by three touchdowns. The problems are still the same, and when push comes to shove, that's what's going to stand out. And guess what? That uh. stood out. That stood out. False starts, bad yes. penalties, not getting in the end zone when you need to. That's what stood out for the mm. second half of the season. When the winning goes away, when it's when it's not as easy to win, what do we see? A head coach that's unable – to put together wins when absolutely necessary, to make the right play calls when absolutely necessary, and a GM who is so terrible at drafting that he puts his head coach and all of his players in a bad situation because once two people get injured, the whole ship is rocked. That's what happened. You're talking about what happened with the record. That's what happened down the stretch. Whether it's positive, negative, who cares? That's what happened the last half of the season. The last, whatever, third of the season.
0: Yeah, it's I, I, no, it's not. I mean, your 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 example's terrible to Why? use. The first, the first drive of the season, and then the team does did just it change? Blow. They yes, they blew did the doors off the Titans, and then they they started seven and zero. They start they go ten and two. Yeah, things were a lot better. And if you can't see that, then you're being a little hard headed, in my the opinion. Same issues. It's, it's not. throughout look, the
1: season. Yes, they were.
0: Look That's at. Look at the team as a whole. Look at it offensively because it didn't. They tell a completely different story. You can cherry pick different examples and exi- because guess what? The NFL's freaking hard, dude. It's 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 damn near impossible at times. But the Arizona Cardinals have shown progress. They've shown progress under this regime. I am still like and it's tough for me because I'm put in a position to have to defend this, but this 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 5-year extension No, but I mean, like, we can have a conversation, but I think you're being irrational as far as some of your points. The team has shown progress each and every season. The team showed immense progress at the beginning of the season. They fell off. But if also you're not going to show the complete puzzle that their number one receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, was not a part of the equation down the stretch, I think that's unfair as
1: well. Agreed. And he doesn't play offensive line, and he doesn't call the plays, and all of those things that... The head coach is responsible for that's where the Cardinals faltered. It was, it was God. My boss now says you have to you have to be able to block and tackle before you do anything, before you build. And the basics are things that undisciplined teams struggle with when you need to execute. And the Cardinals are built like a straw house. They're an elephant on a sheet of ice, and we don't know how thick the sheet of ice is in any given day. Could be the strongest middle of the Arctic winter, the first half of the season, or it could be as thin as my patience right now towards the second half. We don't know which Arizona Cardinals team is going to show up. That shows lack of stability, and that shows that leadership from the GM and head coaching position are lacking. I just think there's a direct correlative between the two. I think that there are red flags,
0: but as far as, and you should be skeptical as far as their ability to continue the success and the trajectory that they've set in place the last couple of years. I mean, this is, I thought it was going to be tough for them to improve off an eight win season. And they answered that they won 11 games. Like you are discounting winning 11 games in the NFL in a playoff appearance. They did. And when you, when you continue to say that they didn't, they didn't clinch a playoff spot themselves, they would have. Against the Dallas Who Cowboys, says? a playoff team. Against the playoff team. Like, you just can... Conven- if everything was for- on the line, things could have been different, Bo. If everything... They were still vying for the NFC West. That was a big win. You just conveniently forget all these facts and, the, and things that are important to this the, the entire equation. You do.
1: They had a, they had a, they had a what, three-game lead through 12 or 13 weeks in the NFC West? Right. It's not they, but the truth is... The truth? in of Outside game, of the facts? Oh, Outside so, they, of- so th- what about Detroit? What about that one? That was brutal. It was unacceptable. Yeah. Got we it. Still and have that, that was that where they could have clinched. So the cool part is that they haven't. They Oh, they would have. We don't know if they would have. They started 11. They started 10-2. We thought they were going to be the number one team in the NFC. For sure. We thought that they were going to win the NFC West, but they didn't. Okay. So the fact that you're saying that they would have beat Dallas and, won the, and, and, and clinched a playoff spot. Alex. That's ridiculous. Alex,
0: they beat Dallas, dude. Reality, facts, cold, I hard know facts. Quit. Like, what world do you live in? It just admit it. They beat Dallas. Did they, they rebounded clinch it.
1: a playoff spot? They would own. have
0: clinched with that win. Okay.
1: They needed one W to clinch. I know. And they had a handful of weeks to do it, and Sean McVay had to do it for him.
0: Or they would have beat Dallas like they did, and there you have it. But look. The Arizona Cardinals. It's it's just when you see where th- they're fighting with with Steve Kime, is for, where his shortcomings are. The draft, and in getting into that for five more years, it, it still is astounding. When you see all the success, and I think even like the most the people that are just guzzling the Kool Aid would still stop, and this would this would kind of just their they would kind of, their eyebrows would raise on on the news today that they've extended this duo for five years.
1: The problem is it's not surprising. That's the problem. Are you surprised? We're kind of shocked. I mean, the years, but are you surprised that this happened? That Michael Bidwell did exactly what he's always done again.
0: I mean, what, what this organization, w- it's, it's clear when you and I talk about with this organization, what we feel like the best direction for this organization is what this fan base is. Because like when you look at the cornerback room last year and you're like there's just not enough there and and there wasn't at the end of the day but when they came like what they viewed their they viewed Byron Murphy Jr as a solution at the cornerback spot Robert Alford they they thought he could bounce back and they viewed that position group different than the fan base did they view Steve Kime and his successes and his failures different than we view it, it it's like this organization is fully content with taking baby steps they they just are in in like that that's going with that is going to be a lot of frustrations because and it's at, when they sign cliff kingsbury one of the most wild rises to a head coaching position in the nfl that has to be approached at least from their standpoint with patience like you can pan this and you can criticize and you can say it was ridiculous and it was a dumb move. And I, you know, you have you have you're very valid in saying a guy that went 35 and 40 in the Big 12 at Texas Tech and was fired from his alma mater has no business being a head coach. But at the end it, the reality is if if you're gonna go that move, if you think that he can be a head coach, it has to you have to be patient with it. And they have been patient and it's paid off. Like to say it hasn't paid off. I think that that's being a little ignorant. Okay. That's Three fine. to five to eight to eleven playoff appearance, mm-hmm. two Pro Bowls from your franchise quarterback.
1: Pretty much on his own. Yep.
0: You, I, I you, you, like, you, you make that point, but you give me nothing beyond that. Like, how has he done oh, it? On I've his own?
1: given it to you all year. And you he haven't, he's been to, you haven't. given, given to me like one example of the how biggest Kylo- plays that are made. Mm -hmm. Or when Kyler Murray's doing things outside of the play calls. That's when the biggest, are you kidding me? The The first seven games of the year, the Rondell Moore touchdown catch, most of what happens with him and Christian Kirk, okay? Kyler Murray behind the line of scrimmage, making things happen. That's the plays that hit ESPN. Those are the plays that Cliff Kingsbury gets credit for when really it's the quarterback. Yet people think that criticizing Cliff Kingsbury is like sacrilegious. No, it's, it's like, not.
0: He's the most polarizing guy in the organization. He's heavily criticized, and a lot of it, it you know, people uh, they're right in it. But to say that every positive play is is because Kyler, and every negative play is because of Cliff, is ridiculous. No, it's, it's absolutely not an absolute ridiculous. statement. But when, and to say that, watch the Vikings play again because you're wrong on that. That that play created a bust in Vikings. Coverage. I wasn't talking about that, that one. Was I was talking about yards.
1: I was talking about the one in Tennessee. I think it was either Tennessee when it was when he was rolling to the left. It wasn't that one when Patrick Peterson said it wasn't his guy. It was a different one to Rondo Moore. But when I think that, and and, and I and I understand <laughs> Tony that I understand that coaches get extensions for having good quarterbacks all the time. I, it's part of the job. It's part of the deal. And quarterbacks get paid money for having good offensive coaches. I think that without swearing here, that just like Mike McCoy should give Peyton Manning 25% of whatever he makes for the rest of his career, all of his San Diego money, even the Arizona money, et cetera, Cliff Kingsbury – should be giving Kyler Murray a portion of of the proceeds for the rest of his career. Because without Kyler Murray doing special things, Cliff Kingsbury isn't even an OC in the NFL. You know why? Because he took an OC job in college because he thought nobody was dumb enough to hire him in the the NFL. That's what happened. Well, These aren't things. These aren't opinions. He's failed at every level. Okay, And you know what? He got an all-world quarterback that he is severely... Hindered from being even better than he is now, in my opinion. I think they're winning still, despite or in spite of Cliff Kingsbury, not because of him.
0: Bruce Arians struggle in Tampa Bay without Tom Brady. Bruce Arians has historically struggled without having a top-tier type quarterback, right? But you don't criticize BA at all. Matt LaFleur, who knows what type of coach Matt LaFleur is? He's got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers goes out out there and improvises plays all the time. But there's, there's nobody calling for LaFleur's head when, when Roger's I'm says, about that,
1: but the, I'm sure but the that way, there are in green. Yeah, a. but the way that
0: you call for Cliff Kingsbury,
1: cause he shouldn't have got the job in the first place, Bo, but like we're but, talking in this alternate I mean, universe. But,
0: well, no, we're talking that somebody has, is having a tough time accepting what the organization did years ago. Yeah. They made the move, dude. And That's, then they made and it's been successful.
1: I mean definition of success in the NFL is very loosely defined. It's it having is. more it wins is.
0: than losses, and they've done that. They've 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 improved
1: their their wins by two in, Let me ask you or more. Let me ask you a question. Every this year. is not sarcastic. Let me ask you a question. The last two seasons, what has been the strength of this organization on the field?
0: I mean if you, you said look at it yourself. St- if you look at it statistically, I mean the offense. But the run we game. We watch the games. The defense has been the
1: strength of this team. No, I mean, the strength of this team is Kyler Murray. Yes. And the strength, the stronger side of the ball, even when everybody was healthy, was that you could trust the defense to get stops more than you could trust between the Cardinals the to team, get points.
0: Between this team succeeding and not, is Kyler Murray in the offense?
1: Agreed. And it didn't, so they didn't. Right. Yeah, but they won. So, they, w- they won eleven games. I would take now. Let me ask you this, and I know we're we're rambling. Thanks everybody for hanging out. Seriously, yeah. like this is like, <laughs> yeah, this is this is awesome. This is fun. Trust me, this is all. Th- this is what makes Bo and me um, work so well together. Is you know we never agree on you know, and it's not on purpose. Um, now, answer. Think before answering this. Mm-hmm. Would you say? That the 2020 season was more of a success than the 2021 season, and I'm saying top to bottom, like growth wise, like did we see that much growth from the 2020 season through the 2021 season? Besides, you know, elevated uh personnel with James Connor, etc., et or was it kind of a carbon copy of both? And they won games down the stretch in in 2020, and I don't know. No, the I answer mean, there to
0: that. there was more dominating victories all along the way. I mean, the games that they won. The problem with this year's team is when they were in tight battles, they they couldn't pull away. What what and you have to wonder, like the organization believes that especially with the baby steps forward mentality, is all right, they've identified like they identified the issue last year and not being able to get over the hump, get to the postseason, they won three more games. Two, if you want to go back and say in a 16-game stretch like it was the previous year.
1: Yeah, whatever. Yeah.
0: Um, Now they've identified a finishing issue. I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. Like, I, I can't argue that. Like, Cliff Kingsbury's resume at the end of the season is atrocious. If they don't figure it out, you know, th- this is going to be a long five years. But they, they seem confident that they're going to be able to kind of f- figure out this issue.
1: Why don't you but, figure it out in the middle of the season? Like, why Why are they... This is the biggest bullshit of all of this is. Nobody real? like, oh, you know what? We're going to work on that. When, when, what you just laid out is what I've been fighting with people with for on whatever preposition you got to use. The second half of the season is winning time. And the Cardinals suck during winning time. That is a true statement that what we've but, seen but think about the last... It. What? So you get a pass because they get a 15-mile lead in the marathon and they still finish, you know, in the middle of the pack?
0: Think about you you're, you're, you're rolling in your fantasy football league and you lose your best player, your best wide receiver. And then you start you start to play better teams and you, you don't have your best player on defense in J.J. Watt. You don't have your best player on offense in DeAndre Hopkins. And you're just going to say, well, just figure it out. I mean, look, as much as you want a resilient team that faces adversity and is able to kind of, you know, pull themselves up by the bootstraps and it's next man up and all that romantic stuff, the reality is they lost their number one red zone threat and they lost the biggest guy as far as creating pressure, so it made everything else in that defense look pedestrian. It's, and you could say, hey, make excuses all day, but those, those are big pieces of this.
1: Detroit, Indy, Seattle. Yeah. Probably should they, they, have been able to beat them without. They the should have.
0: Hopkins. Yeah, Christmas night was it was. They should have Especially won that
1: with game with what we saw. Where was it? Jacksonville, the game that they had to win to get in the playoffs, and they and they and they lost. Like how many
0: how many how many kicks did Matt Prater miss against Indy? I don't know. What he had he left seven points on the field. Christmas. but but it's Cliff's fault uh, that his, his place kicker well, can't make field goals. You know,
1: I mean, if if like, and if you think like, I, I know we have kind of. Revisionist history here, they couldn't get in the end zone down the stretch of the season. Yeah. Play calling does have something to do with that. No. Right.
0: And, and Cliff did take responsibility for that in his press conference. Oh, and cool. then remember the guy. Remember the, you don't care because it doesn't fit your narrative. DeAndre Hopkins had eight touchdowns in ten games in the red zone, eight catches for eight touchdowns. You think that's a big loss?
1: Do you know how many teams would yearn for AJ Green, Zach Ertz, and what the Cardinals have? Outside no of the team under- would out-
0: yearn for AJ Green. Yeah, I don't
1: no know.
0: team did.
1: So what? What's your what's your thesis statement for everything we've talked about in the last half an hour? Yeah,
0: it, I mean, it's still puzzling. It, it really is. But as far as just trying to to connect the dots, Cliff Kingsbury shares the same agent as Kyler Murray to appease Eric Burkhart. Burkhart to make his client not be a lame duck head coach with to, to coach on the hot seat for with just being on a contract for next season. They played nice. The Kime thing. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you ask me, I I'm, I'm the one pointing, I'm pointing my fingers at Steve Kime mostly for their downfall because of their lack of depth mm-hmm. and the, his, his inability to draft, but this organization, and, and I'll just go back to what, what we believe is completely different than what they believe. They believe in those guys, and they want they 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 believe any progress is progress, and they're up. They're fully content with baby steps. And baby steps, you have a lot of falling down and and, and get back up and trying to learn, you know, to walk successfully again. It's it's wild. I I I can't believe that this news dropped today, uh, and I, I'm For just trying reasons. <laughs> to, yeah, scrambled uh, to to get on air with you guys. Uh, but I and, listen and, and like, look, I, I, I'm compo- like as, as, skeptical as I was that they were going to take the step forward. Like they did this year. I'm skeptical that this is the right move that they can continue this trajectory. I mean, it's just at some point half, something has to give.
1: We've been saying that for three years, but like, they continue, but they continue to kind of prove us. Yeah, wrong. Yeah. No? Okay. Fine. Sure. Like that. That's a consolation you got to give that. Yes. They've gotten better every year. that cliff Kingsbury has been the head coach. Um, are you like there's a line from my, my one of my favorite shows in the newsroom? Jane mm. Fonda says that she tells this whole story, and it's, Do you want to play golf or do you want to F around? And I right. feel like the Cardinals are effing around at this point and not having a clear path for the future. Just because there's stability with who's signing Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury's paychecks doesn't mean that this isn't a completely cracked bedrock foundation of an organization because there is because it, because it is, and it has been, and nothing has changed except for them getting cute couple extra wins in a season that ended up being a complete letdown dramatic failure towards down, you know, down the stretch. So what we're looking at for the future is if the Cardinals win eight games next year, or if they win nine games next year, or if that, you know, if they're under 500 cliff Kingsbury is going to be on the hot seat anyways. So we're giving him, an extra five years that's going to take place after next season instead of actually giving him a little bit of a hot seat feel. Maybe it'll change. Maybe it'll change things instead of just placating all of state farm stadium. It's like he doesn't deserve this yet. He doesn't deserve it. He hasn't earned it yet. There's plenty of coaches that have won a bunch of games. Matt LaFleur, like, We'll see. He'll get a contract, but Cliff Kingsbury has won more than more games than he's lost once. And you're giving him a five-year extension. This is institutional misconduct on the on the on the hands of Michael Bidwell. It is. And I know that they've gotten better. Bo, I get it. I watch the games, they get better. And then they fall, and then they fail, and then it's like, well, whose fault is it? Well, Steve Kime's going to hibernate for a month and a half. Cliff Kingsbury going to say, yeah, we got to work on that, and Kyler Murray's going to be pissed off. Is that stability? Because that's mean, where we are.
0: It's looking at, at a very, from a very glass half empty uh, viewpoint.
1: But it's five years. I mean, it's, it's a pool. But half it's empty. the NFL. It's just,
0: they they could fire him tomorrow. They could say, uh, you know, you know how we'll, dumb they're going to look. Well, they won't. I mean. It, th- that's yeah, going to be the, the, that's, that's what the big that's going to be the biggest thing is when if, if, if they if they when they take a step back what what's the what's the next approach like if they take a drastic step back like this is going to look like a complete just disaster like they just they're going to lock in with their quarterback for what we saw like uh, astronomical amount of money huge cap hit and then you're going to be locked into the to the the brain trust that is Cliff Kingsbury and, and Steve Kime is is your head coach and GM tandem. Like it's 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 really weird to ride this line where they're looking for continuity, they're looking for, you know, the non like the most rational move just based on the evidence that they have in in the performance, but it just seems still so crazy. Like Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime have taken this team and improved every year since 2018. But you still feel like the the floor is just it's crumbling beneath your feet. Isn't that it's very it's a weird paradox. It's being a Cardinals fan. That's what it is.
1: I mean, so why does that always just have to be? Well, I mean, why does that always what's have the, to like? What's the next just move? Just, I mean, the, the next the, move is re- erasing what the flip happened today. Like, it, there's no this is indelible marker.
0: Because there's so there's so many variables that go into it because of Cliff Kingsbury and who represents him and what happens and what usually happens with and what happens with coaches that are coaching on one with one year's deals like it never like if Cliff didn't get that stability his his agent's not happy and his agent's not happy who also represents your quarterback it's like they've put themselves in a brutal situation um but like i said this organization doesn't think like this it, it it's very content with its baby steps it's wild I mean,
1: do you think like i you, you say that a lot do you th- and i'm not you know negating what you're saying do you yeah. think do you believe that like do you believe that that's the right way to go about things or are you just saying the other taking the side of well i'm going to try and rationalize this because I have no other way of, of describing this. We yeah we have a screaming monster on the other side of the screen with you. Like, do you believe that that taking baby steps in the NFL is the right way to go about it? I just don't know where what when you look at what
0: the alternative is. If you hit detonate and you say we're done with Kime, we're done with Kingsbury. One, you're telling all the prospective head coaches out there, no matter how appealing it is to come in, and coach Kyler Murray, J.J. Watt, and DeAndre Hopkins. It, they're told that no matter how successful they are, they improve in wins. If the offense improves, if they have a playoff appearance, that if they take one misstep, that they could be gone. That's that's not appealing to anybody. Like when when what you've done is deemed successful, but your organization and your fan base views it as you still didn't get the job done. Like that's not like you're you're creating a zero sum game, and like nobody yeah. wants. But for an organization that's lost as much as the Arizona Cardinals
1: shouldn't matter it should it should i mean you get it, it's not it's not a direct correlation i mean these the the like if the rosters were exactly the same for the last 30 years sure you could see growth everything changes in the nfl every year like when when they think it's a success, it's a success that doesn't mean they're right like, they don't have the answers to the test. They're taking the easy way out to validate the moves that they make. And that's not only asinine, it's backboneless, it's bad press, and it completely just just ostracizes. It just takes your fan base and takes a big poop on it. I mean, it's, <laughs> like, it's like everybody knows that they're full of crap, yet they right. still believe that people think that they know what they're talking about. Like Steve Kime getting five-year extension by itself is a, it's laughable. Like I'll put a moratorium on this at some point, but it is one of the most ridiculously idiotic things that we've seen in the NFL in a long time. And you've got the Browns and you've got the Jaguars and you've got, you know, the, you know, bad teams and the Cardinals. Lo and behold, try to go under that, What? what's the thing, limbo bar? Is that what mm-hmm. it is, limbo? Like, sure. they, they try to limbo, like, it's just, make it make sense. Make it make sense to me.
0: We're going to do it all off-season long. Uh, this was, you know, the equivalent of a Woj bomb
1: in the minute. NFL
0: world as far as the Arizona Cardinals. Extending head coach Cliff Kingsbury and in in, uh, in GM Steve Keim Got to imagine Kyler Murray's probably the next piece of this free agency, you know, and we'll conti- continue to look at uh, we'll continue to look at what Steve Kim's going to do with the draft. But that's that's also that's kind of like a fool's errand trying to forecast what he's going to do. Hopefully, he stays away from the inside linebackers this year, at least in the first round. But look, Cliff Kingsbury. Steve Kime, they're locked in for the next five seasons until 2027. We're going to be talking about it all next week. Thanks for t- hanging out with us here on Lockdown Cardinals. We've got another episode tomorrow. It's going to be, um, it's, it's it's actually kind of recapping what was said at the press conferences between Kime and Kingsbury outside of the Kyler Murray conversation. Thanks for tuning in live with us. Follow on Twitter at Cards at Clancy's Corner, at Bob Rack. Everybody who joined the chat, thank you as well. Yep. And we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you on Monday, right here, Lockdown Cardinals. Thanks for making us your first listen.
1: Love you, Wig.